Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sandspence Radio, shove the conference system up your ass, Gil. You fuck! Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Feels good to be right and know that North Melbourne are, in fact, unstoppable. Oh, yeah, you boys are hurting as well, but uh, North, though, <sighs> fuck, they're looking good. I want to say something very arrogant, boys. Well, oh. I don't know what this feels like. <laughs> what a fuck. What an absolute fuck. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, like, yeah. Geelong has had sustained success for even in the 90s when I was a kid. There was a couple of years where they, they dropped off, but they were always thereabouts. I haven't been an expansion club. You, you know, Brisbane were an expansion club more recently than Geelong were. You're going to go through this in a few years, Dusha, unless mm. you go the North Melbourne route. But I just, I'm not used to this. And so I had to go to you for some advice of, Sean, you know, what do I look for when I know my team probably isn't going to win? So you know what? Well, I still had a good, I still had a good weekend. Because I found positives. It's funny that you went to Sean for uh, advice on how to have a good weekend. Because Sean, Brisbane... So Geelong lost. Yeah. Brisbane also lost. And yeah. Sean, you look a lot less positive than Tom yeah. does right now. No, I fucking hate life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, that- he came to me for, adv- for advice because I've had 10 years of fucking football depression. And to be fair... <laughs> the great football depression. <laughs> <laughs> the Brisbane stock market crashed back in 04. <laughs> and hasn't recovered. <laughs> Byron Pickett just just crashed it. Uh, Tom, I got no advice. Just You just got to pretend a bear's coming at you. And you just got to like huddle up on the ground. Lie down and take it, I guess. Well, no, yeah. like, but, but what I did was I then was like, no, what does Sean do when his team loses and we go on this show? <laughs> okay, when, when Sean's team loses and we go on the show this week, anyone who hasn't been listening from last season uh so when the hope is still there what sean does to cope with a brisbane loss is he chokes down some toast disappears off facebook sometimes goes for an angry walk we don't hear from him for like a day and then he'll be like boys we lost but that's all right now i'm like sean it's tuesday afternoon the game was friday night mate (laughs) there was a bye in between mate (laughs) you've had two weeks yeah no but i had to find positives and i did and so i've come out of this week and been like look are we going to really feasibly beat Adelaide in Adelaide? Probably not. Hmm. But you have to believe. Yeah. 
And again, the signs are there that we're going to get there at some point. And I mean, guys, Geelong only have to win two more games to make finals. <laughs> well, no, probably another one on top of that as well. Oh, fuck. You would think, wouldn't you? Well, I feel like in Conference A, you probably you wouldn't want to drop more than two games. No. Conference B is just a different story. Conference B is a crap. Like Geelong's shit. second right now, aren't they? Yep. So right now. Carlton the first and we're second. And you've Jesus. got Carlton next week. And we've got Carlton next week. In GMHBA Stadium. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. The Carlton women looked fucking scary on the weekend. Tom, you're going to drive down? Drive down. Empty, empty your car's tank, mate. Get I want a discount to. when they win. I was thinking about it. And then I remembered I will literally be in a plane in the air. Ah, of course. While that game is on. So I will not know the result yep. for 10 hours. And also, how good's footy fans? Uh, just for something new, Tom's going to be away for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this one, like, I mean, we've China. organized a much better replacement, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, not fair. Now, that, look, that is fair. I'm. Going to investigate. I'm going to count the fucking seats. Yep. At that, sh- I'm going to Shanghai. Yep. I'm going to count that fucking stadium seats. So when Gil's like, "Oh, it was a sellout," I'll be like, "Guys, he's wrong." I counted those seats. <laughs> There's not that many people there. I got arrested in China for breaking into a facility that was closed. Also, China—it's the heartland of football, yeah. according to the AFL. Tom, if you go to that stadium over yeah. there, you'll be the only person who's ever willingly gone to that stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, except Koshy. Oh, Kosh. Leave anyway. him there. Anyway, back to the football AFL from w. this week. Yes, not a lot of close games. In fact, blowout city. Yeah, it was. It was like a fucking representation of Conference A and Conference B. <laughs> that that gets dumber by the minute. Yeah. yeah. By the week, that looks worse and worse and worse. Well, last week, I think it was last week, either last week or the week before, at some point I bravely predicted that I, now it looks real bad, but what will probably happen is as the season goes on, the latter positions will like kind of spread out a bit. So Conference A and Conference B will get mixed around a bit. I was wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah. After round three, uh, first to fifth is Conference A and sixth to tenth is Conference B. And Tom, just a quick reminder of how the final system is going to work in AFLW. So I'm not entirely sure, but basically the top two teams from B and the top two teams from A make the prelims, and then the winners of those play off in the grand final. So effectively, you could make a prelim from seventh. <laughs> That's insane. <sighs> this, Oh, my God. But it's different than what we thought because we thought, for well, instance... Well, no, I'm not sure if that's true either. That makes no sense. You don't think it'll be the top of A playing off against number two in B? Well, that's what I read in an article today that I sent you guys. But I'm feeling I like that... that's what it is. But that doesn't make any sense. That could be second versus eighth. Oh, the second verse 7th and 7th. Yep, second verse 7th and first verse 6th. Yep. But why doesn't... That makes probably more sense than doing it the other way. Yeah, it probably if you does. Go, if you, yeah. go one, you wouldn't want 1v1 because that would be ideally what the grand final is. Yeah, true. So the grand final... So well, the not, prelim... Yeah, no, correct. No, I think it is what you've just said. I think yeah. it's... They swap conferences for the prelims, which means the prelims will be blowouts <laughs> and the grand yeah. final will be close. Yep. Well, then it's North Melbourne and Freo. Yes. That's good because originally I thought it was going to be... Uh, one and two in each conference play each other, and then are we sure it's not that? Because that's the NBA model. Yeah, but I don't think it, I don't. No, no. Because the AFL a- wouldn't be smart enough to copy an effective model because they're fucking dumb. Uh, I don't know because that's the 
why else have conferences? Then you have a conference champion, and then your two conferences play off against each other. Which, as we know, looking at the results now, it's going to be that's a disgrace if that happens. It it, it could be Geelong, Carlton, or Brisbane playing off against an undefeated North Melbourne. Oh God! But and again, what's even more frustrating is you could have someone make finals having won significantly less games mm-hmm. than a team that comes third in Conference A. I don't like it. Me neither. It's I garbage. It. it is garbage. And all because the AFL don't take the AFL women's comp seriously. They're upset at Gil. I know you listen. I know you're crying right now under your bed sheets. It just Steve sucks. Hawking's whispering sweet nothings in your ear to try to soothe you. You watched Adelaide up close on the weekend. Fuck. Right now, they're fourth. Mm. They're not in finals. No. Their percentage is over 140. Oh, it's fucked. Geelong could get in with a percentage of 70. 62. <laughs> it's a fucking disgrace. I'm assuming we win a couple more. Carlton are holding up Conference B. Imagine if. That's imagine bit, imagine if. Oh, I mean, I called, some, I called it preseason. You did. You read that article. You read that article. I thought they were going to have a huge year. It's just. And the AFL being the AFL, you just know because they don't have the foresight to come up with a good. Expansion plan because mm. they've cooked that. So sorry, I've just gone quiet a little bit because I've tried to just do some quick on the fly researches. Research. Yep, I've gone to the AFL website. Surely that would have a clear explanation of how the AFLW finals would work. That would be it. Would be good for me to assume that, right? Dusha, you <laughs> went just... to the AFL website. How could you possibly have a clear answer for anything? How many games will each teams play? Each team will play at least seven games, the same number as the past two seasons. The top two teams in each conference will play in a preliminary final with the winner of each meeting in the grand final. What does that mean? Wait, what? What? The top two teams in each conference will play in a preliminary final with the winner of each meeting in the grand final. But that to me means one and two play one and two and then. Yeah, which is not good. Because the grand final is going to be a... But that's logical with a conference system. Yeah. But it's the AFL. Which is illogical because it's fucking terrible. Tom, do you... Wouldn't th- it be fucking hilarious if after round four, right? Yeah. Just hear me out, right? After round four, the ladder positions are unchanged. Gil makes a press conference. Oh, it's no longer any conferences. Yeah. Just be oh, like- okay. Nope. Got an answer. How will the finals work? The yep. top two teams of each conference will play off in preliminary finals on the opening weekend of the AFL season. The team that finishes first in Conference A will take on the second place team in Conference B uh-huh. and vice versa. The winners will meet in the grand final. Okay. All so right. it's not the NBA system. No. But it is an over- it'll mean a better grand final. Yes. So what's the point of the conferences? <laughs> it, it, it literally is illogical. The conferences make no sense because... First of all, the conferences are poorly weighted, and I defended them last week. Yeah. But I've had to think about that. And you know what, guys? I was wrong. Yeah. We're the both, AFL are dumb. We've both apologized. <laughs> yeah. Because they they picked the conferences based on how teams went last year. Yeah. So rather it's like than looking- first, third, fifth, seventh, and then second, fourth, yep. sixth, eighth, and then the co- expansion, one expansion club in each. In each. However, they didn't actually look at what the teams potential output for this year because if they had of you're not going to put Adelaide and North Melbourne and Bulldogs in the same conference they shouldn't have anyway really no. Adelaide should be Adelaide and Giants you've got should two be premiership teams yep Melbourne who finished third are, are one of the row. strongest teams so Melbourne missed finals by one game both years yeah yep. they finished third both years and they're in the same conference as the reigning premiers from 2017 and the reigning premiers from last year plus the the Easily the on-paper best, even before the season started, the on-paper best expansion club. 
in North Melbourne. Freo are the only surprise. Oh, they Tom, the one confusing club in the strongest conference all of a sudden lifted to match yeah. everyone else. In the, shocking. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I'm, a, I'm blown away. Oh, me too. Yeah. But Fuck, I thought this was going to go so well, Tom. The other thing about the- Everyone was like, <laughs> wow, these conferences were a great idea. They were. That was just Gil. It just it's just staggering and I was reading an article talking about like the what it means for next year and the expansion of next year. They're gonna do the same fucking conference system again. Are because they for gonna, some reason they don't want do it. they don't want they they're terrified of the women's comp going too far into the men's comp, like it's gonna be detrimental to it. And it's just not. There are people who watch AFLW who do not give a shit about the men's comp. Here's what I wanna know. There's four teams coming in next year. Yep. Are they going to redo the whole conference or are they just going to go, two of you are in that one, two of you are in that one? No, they'll redo it. Then I don't like that. Like, what's the fucking point? It's going to be two it conferences of like- seven. They'll play everyone in their conference once plus one other team from the other side. So what have we got? 14 teams. Yep. They're not going to... There's literally no way it will be 14 games. No. It'll be seven games again. Plus it's going to be the finals. same shit. So you're yep. just going to play everyone in your conference. Yep. And plus one oh, other side. I hate it. Give me a fucking headache. Just just give us a proper season. So, uh, well, Gold Coast, I, I, Richmond, St. Kilda, and West Coast all join next season. Guys, I'm declaring a... You've declared a war on Collingwood. Mm. Declaring a war on Gill. I'm declaring a war on conferences. I'm going to every conference center and every hotel, and I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> Jesus. All kinds of... No more conference calls. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but just on Gill. Also, Nicole Livingston. Fucking lift. Oh, she's... She does the same thing, though. She... Touts the party line. She was the one in, in, instrumental in that memo last year about playing a more attractive brand of football. Oh, shut up, Nicole. It's just support the game. It's This is the thing. People are enjoying it. You've got the, this year, the scoring has increased every year, like the, the, the rate of scoring. I think it's up the average like score is up more. It's increasing every round. So Correct. And it's well. increasing every round. It's increasing every year. The quality of play is increasing every year. Let it go. Let it be a game of football. Don't turn it into... You're never going to turn the men's comp into a conference system. Ever. They're just... They're, I don't know what they're worried about, this cannibalization of their own product, this make sure there's clear air to play the women's game. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Especially this year when they just needed two more weeks. Yeah. I hate it. You can even make super rounds where like you have not even like curtain raiser matches, but just come to the footy, watch two games for the price of one. Come and watch the Brisbane, both Brisbane teams play at the Gabba against both Collingwood teams. How fucking cool is that? Look, Fuck Gil, call me. Good, Tom, good idea, mate. And that's how we know it's not going to happen because it's a good idea. Yeah. And I just have no faith. In fact, the AFL have been quoted saying that, look, we're going to need to put in a lot of work if the next four expansion clubs are going to work properly. That's almost just giving us a heads up that they have not thought about this well enough. And they're like, look, just so you know, it's going to be hard for us and we're going to fuck it up. So I del- I delay excited. the expansion again, redo this year and do it properly. Hmm. We well, are yeah, adding four teams and then I think Essendon and Hawthorne get a 2021 team. There's going to be 16 teams by 2021. That's... So Port Adelaide and... The Swans are the only two teams that won't have a team. It seems weird to add Gold Coast before Swans. Uh, Giants before Swans. I don't think the Swans put a bit in in the first year. Ah. Also, AFL baby. Yeah, and the AFL hate Sydney because of how they used to... Whatever reasons that they hate Sydney. I think if you've got a smaller game and you're trying to to grow it, why would you bring in Gold Coast as well as Brisbane too? 
Yeah. Like, what's the point? Apparently the talent. Uh, it, because the Gold Coast is an AFL baby. But I, it's just stupid. Like you haven't even got your, your Gold Coast men's team up and running after about eight years. Like, free, having bringing the in a West so Coast and make, a Frio, I understand because it's a football state. The teams they've brought in so far all make sense. Yeah. It's going to be good. Think. 2021 when Essendon just pick up just all these new recruits that have been playing you, 40, you watch them. You watch them change the expansion rules next year. God damn it. <laughs> or, which if they do, it's just bullshit. It just proves that they have no fucking clue what they're doing. Well, I think they're changing the player rules in relation to what North Melbourne were able to do. Yeah. Well, I think contracts are changing so you can have players for two years now. I think uh, possibly be it. Cool. Again, the North but Melbourne model Tom, means North Melbourne model means instant success, but the AFL will crack down on it, so North will never be able to have that team again. So Geelong's model wins the day. So uh, Tom, just quickly, yep. So extending the contracts to two years, yep. What will that actually mean? I have no idea, dude. Nothing, because yeah. players can break contracts. Correct. Oh, I can't wait for for. Essendon just to recruit the entire North Melbourne list. Yep. Like, don't have any of their own players. It's going just- to be it's going to be really easy for me to transition my barracking. Yeah, they're just going to pick North Melbourne and then just take the best player from each other club. So Aaron Phillips is just playing at halfback. <laughs> Essendon captain, Emma Carney. <laughs> um, all all right. right, let's go to the games. Speaking of Essendon captain, Emma Carney, who now plays for North Melbourne. First game. 2-2 two, two, for A-Train. <laughs> Friday. Friday night at the University of Tasmania, we were all taught how to play a fucking great game of football by the North Melbourne Kangaroos. Boys, I made a big mistake. What did you do, Sean? I panicked. I forgot my tips. Oh, no. I loaded it up and the game was two minutes old. I just missed out. So So you got uh, the away team. So I copped the Bulldogs, a team I would never tip. So final scores were North Melbourne 53 defeated the Western Bulldogs 22. And Courtney Munn, number 13 for the North Melbourne Kangaroos. This is cooked. Who was only brought into the game because there was some uh, injured North players. She was a late addition. Riddell, I think, hurt her ankle. Didn't get up. Yeah. So, she was never really meant to play. Late addition to the team. First game. Yep, first AFLW game. AFLW debut. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you wouldn't be... Look, you're excited when yeah, you're on debut. It's great. It's no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Like- a couple of touches, it'd be good. <laughs> yep, just just yeah. go out there, give it a crack. How'd she go? Oh, okay. Uh, so Courtney <laughs> just went out there and she fucking kicked four goals, Tom. <laughs> she blew the game apart. Goal of the round, too. Yeah, yeah. it was fucked. The one from the, the dribble yeah. across yeah, the boundary. Yeah. Oh, fuck Out hell. of control. So uh, I might be unstitching the 13 on my uh, Essendon jumper for Damien Cupido and stitching that 13 on a brand new North Melbourne jumper for Courtney Mon. <laughs> oh, mate. That is huge. Fuck. It was... Oh, fuck. She was so good. North Melbourne were just like... Showing how much depth they have and the fact that a player that was a late addition to the team can come in and kick four goals against the reigning premiers. Yeah. North Who- Melbourne's unstoppable freight train that... Tom, what did what did you say at the start of the year? It's, it's almost like you doubted me and you thought that they weren't going to play well together. I said one of two things is going to happen. <laughs> Three, they're going to take a while to get there or... They're going to murder everyone in their wake. Yeah, no, we did. We we all agreed on that, I think. Yeah. yeah. They have committed. Oh, that's right. And yeah, you. I think you both agreed that they're going to take a while to get there, but the a while that it took for them to get there was one quarter. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one training session. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mun is uh, equal second in the goal kicking, by the way. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. No. Who's leading the goal kicking? Wushna. Jess Wushna from the Lions. Stevie Lee Thompson coming equal second? Uh, equal first, actually, yeah. 
So, Wooshner and Stevie Lee. Yeah, and then you've got Ashley Sharp from Frio. A few Frio, actually. Ebony Antonio. Aaron Phillips. She put on There's a lot game. of players on equal on four, and yeah, Courtney Munn is one of them. One game, four goals. Yeah. Awesome. Not bad. That's a Not great bad at all. What's the biggest bag kicked in an AFLW match? I think four. four. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty fucking good. So, yeah, like four yeah. goals straight as well. She did not fuck around. No, she was... In the, to use a great colloquialism, douche, she's not there to fuck spiders. No. She's there to kick goals. <laughs> there to kick a bag, and oh. she fucking did. Western Bulldogs scored 22. So, uh, do you know who defeated them? Courtney Mon. <laughs> that is, I love when that I love, I love that shit. Do you know hey, guys. Good stat. Yeah. Okay. So, there are four former Collingwood players on the North Melbourne list. They have outscored Collingwood. Oh, boy. So, Emma King, Mohope, Duffin, and... Um, Garner, Jesse yep. Garner, have outscored Collingwood this season by, I think, two or three goals. It's embarrassing for Collingwood. It's it's very funny. Yeah. It's, I love that. It's, oh, it's, I mean, I feel bad almost for Collingwood. No, I don't. Any stat at the expense of Collingwood is, is a, a good stat. Is a good stat? Yeah. Okay. It's an illustration of how good footy is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just quickly, another player of note in that game was Jenna Bruton, who had 22 touches, laid six tackles. Yeah, just, they're just unstoppable. Who have they, they got next week? North Melbourne take on Melbourne at Casey Fields next oh, Sunday. That's, that's a good game. It's a huge game. Yeah. I wonder how much North will win by. Oh, <laughs> 20 <laughs> points. Uh, no, it could be closer, maybe six. No one's come close to North yet. No. 36 points, 25 points, 31 points. Can I make a call? Yeah. You can put a line through the Bulldogs. The Premiership defense is over. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. They don't, have to, they don't have the scoring power. If that, yeah. If it wasn't a conference system, no, because they could still scrape together enough wins to come fourth and make a prelim and then who knows from there. Yeah, but in that conference, Freo and Adelaide are ahead of them and Melbourne. They're Freo and Adelaide and Melbourne the fifth are team. Yeah. yeah. They just, like all the other teams... Have uh, seemed capable of kicking like sixty plus points. Yeah, you don't really see it from the Bulldogs. I don't well, they, know what's to be fair, they have lost there. their leading goal kicker. Yeah. And yeah. just quickly, so percent, so Conference A is North Melbourne, Fremantle, Melbourne, Adelaide, Western Bulldogs. That's a ladder order as well. That's the top five. Yeah, percentages. North Melbourne two hundred and fifty. <laughs> Frio one hundred and fifty six. Melbourne one hundred and fifty eight. They're third because they've dropped they've dropped a game and they're on 158 percentage. Adelaide, uh, 141. Western Bulldogs, 86. Can I say you know it's fucked? What's the, fucked? The, the next highest two percentages in that in that conference, North are a hundred percent ahead of. <laughs> yeah. But even if you, if you look at points for Dusha, like all of those teams above the dogs in that conference have kicked over 140 points. Yep. And the dogs have kicked seventy four. Jesus! So they're nearly you know double behind. Just yeah. about. Yeah, that's look. Bad news for dogs fans. Great news for North Melbourne fans like myself. Do you know what? What other team's going to have a bad time this year? Uh, GWS. Yeah, they the next. They the next game. Yep. I thought it was Collingwood. Nah, um, we'll get to them later though. But GWS. Uh, the, the blowouts continued, boys. First game on Saturday afternoon was GWS taking on Carlton, boys. What a surprise. Fucking called it. Wasn't a surprise to me, do- uh, Sean and Dusha. How did you call it? <laughs> like, last week. Dumb luck. I last week, I said, I believe in the Blues. Okay, Tom last week in the tipping was just like, you got to make some really fucking stupid calls to I jump don't think I me. said fucking stupid. I you said, said dumb. You would have said, re- you yeah. would have said really fucking dumb calls. Because, Tom, we have the same philosophy. you got to make dumb calls to beat Dusha. Yeah. And, uh, Tom, did. you were ahead of me at the end of footy tipping last week. And where are you now? Ahead of you. 
Nah, you're below me because you dropped oh, two shit. and I only dropped one. Oh, well. That's fine. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a tipping recap a bit later on, I reckon. But um, yes, GWS... 36, defeated by the Carlton Blues, 65. Carlton, highest score they've ever kicked in AFLW. First win two since two, round two last year, I think. Wow. Like, or round three. Like, like haven't won probably for five consecutive, lost five I, consecutive games. I feel like the last win was against GWS last year. I think it was too. And I think it was about round two or three. And that was when uh, Davy did her knee and she came back and yeah. had a ripper. Six goals between Harris and... Prasparkas makes such a big difference yes. when Taylor Harris plays well. Oh, she, you know, it's like so she had a bit of injury last year. Yeah, and she was still one their best and fairest. Yep, and was playing. And they also when they weren't because they weren't winning, they would swing her into the back line to try to show up the back line. Fuck, she's good. She's a great player. Her leads, like when she's running on a lead, she reminds me of um, Rewalt in that ability to just cover a shitload of ground at speed and just be like. Oh, there's like a bunch of players. I'm just going to throw myself in there. Oh, I got the ball. <laughs> so I got a bit of insight. And Sean, you might like this because I know that you love just hearing about how good footy is. Tom, you as well. So it actually turns out that I know well, I'm quite good friends with the physio of the AFLW Carlton team. and Her name she- is Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Kept this quiet. Yeah, well, yeah, mate. Like I knew she worked for them. You forgot, didn't you? No, no, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't forget. I knew she worked for them, but I didn't realize that she was as high up as she is. But basically... A lot of the Carlton girls just like love, like they all just love playing footy, and they hadn't won since round two, but they didn't yep. care. Yeah, and um, yeah, this week though, like my friend was like, "So you guys gonna kick any goals for me this week?" And yeah, um, two players kicked a goal, and then when the runner, her as the runner came out, she was like, "Up, oh, that one, that one was for you." Everyone was just laughing the whole time, having a great time. <laughs> how good's footy? Just, <laughs> That's how good's footy. Fucking stoked, all smiles. Quick one. They were playing Halo before the game as well. Oh, my God. I love footy. <laughs> I don't know where the Xbox came from or why they were playing Halo, but I saw lots of photos of it. <laughs> also, another just quick insight. They should play Halo every game. Just another quick insight. Uh, so, also, confirmed, Chris Judd, exceptionally nice bloke. I thought you were about to say something else then. I was about to like, confirmed, Chris Judd, bad bloke, and no. I was going to cry. No, no, no. Apparently, super lovely. Like... Love stopped, like, even though he's obviously quite a celebrity around the club. Stopped, has a chat. We'll speak to the staff to see how they're going. He does seem like a nice Good on you, Jay. Yeah. It's the aerodynamic head, I think. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. He, he has, he's so quick at being nice. Yeah. yeah. Should, well, we, should I, we all shave our heads and be better blokes? <laughs> Imagine. I don't, I think we're all too far gone. <laughs> we'll, wouldn't taint, take, wouldn't we'll, take, yeah. we'll taint the aerodynamic name. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Just back to Carlton, though. Uh, the, the game, sorry. Carlton were awesome. Prasparkas was great. Davey had a great game. Harris, just fucking hell. Um, she boxes as well. Like, She's you know. actually been um, offered a week suspension, too. Oh, for the bump? Yeah. I, yeah, she a was week always, with an early. She was always, she was always in trouble. She interviewed after the game. It was really a really great interview. Yeah, she was it. like, I didn't mean to hit her in the head. I went over and apologized to her. I was going for the ball, and I had a moment where I looked up and I was like, I don't know how to make my body any smaller. And it's like, fair enough. You did run past the ball though and hit someone in the face. Yeah. So don't be doing that, Taylor. Yeah. Anyway, you said last week. You said that Munn kicked goal around. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. What are you talking about, Bonner? For the GWS Giants. Kick their first goal in the second quarter. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Bit of shake and bake. Oh, put the ball down. Do run around you. It's in. Very nice. Watch it. You oh. did, both of you clearly didn't see it, and I look like a fucking dickhead. 
I think I did see it. It's just that the Courtney Mon one was so much better. And they uh, won. And yeah, yeah it wasn't, I a, guess it wasn't so. an inconse- inconsequential goal. And she shouldn't have even been there. She stood up. Hmm. All right. You've, you've won me over. Ooh. Next game? Yeah. So, uh, Tom. Huh. Yeah? A mist descended on the Collingwood Magpies. A purple haze. <laughs> <laughs> and it just tore them apart. It- uh, again, the blowouts fucking continued. So, Frio, 51, defeated Collingwood, 18. They didn't kick a goal, I don't think, until like the third quarter, Collingwood. Yeah, correct. I want to say. Yeah. Every week, it's becoming more and more of a confirmation that Ross Lyon has nothing to do with this team. Yep. Yes. Every week, it's becoming more and more clear that if the men's team would be any good this year, they need to be training with the women's team. Yeah. So they interviewed the coach. You know why Freo are good, guys? Because the coach has got a, a game plan. Do you know what that game plan is? Kick goals. Kick goals and use our team's speed to run the ball. They're not a defensive plotting, chip around, be lucky to kick 20 points. They've outscored Freo. So Freo, there's that stat from, I think I mentioned in the first episode, where the Freo men's team failed to score over 50 points on like seven occasions last year. They've now scored over over 48 or 49 points or whatever it was three times. Yep. The firepower, Tom. Oh, and the speed. They're scary. Controversial. Terrifying. Scrap the Frio men's team. Just make it this team. I'd be so on board with that. Just move the players to other clubs. I'll take Nat Fife. I'm so conflicted because I'm I'm feeling quite positive about a Fremantle side. Yeah, it's not a Ross Lyon side. Yeah, it's a very new feeling. They're good. They're amazing. Did you see any of this, the Collingwood Frio game? I didn't see any of this one. Kicked a goal, right? Scored their first goal in the first 20 seconds of the game. Yeah. Like, tap, hit out. Ball out on the wing, took off, kicked to space, girl ran onto it, threaded the needle. Kelly Gibson. So next next right contest, ball goes down at Collingwood's end, it fucks around there for a little bit, and then immediately just comes out. So in two minutes of the game, Freo would get two goals to yeah. one behind. You're saying Collingwood didn't get off the plane, Tom? I'm saying Collingwood was still at the Lexus Centre. Oh, the Holden Centre. Whatever. Yeah, that's right. They downgraded <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the Holden Centre. Yeah. Now, Collingwood went about as well as the other Eddie Maguire-owned team in Melbourne this weekend. Ooh. Collingwood are in trouble. Guess what the highest score of the season is so far? Uh, 23 against Geelong? Yep. So 20, uh, 23, 9-18. That, that, that loss to Geelong looks worse and worse the longer. It makes me feel like Geelong are, are okay. No, I think it looked that win for Geelong is getting sourer and sourer as it goes on because Collingwood aren't a scalp. Yeah, but they are because we're an expansion club who aren't going to win a lot of games. Sean scrunched up his face and shook his head and I agree yeah. with him. Nah, come on, Tom. Collingwood are the bottom team, mate. I know. But that should be us. No, it shouldn't. Okay. That's so defeatist, mate. Believe. I do. Yeah, you're second, mate. You're in finals at the mate, moment. We're, we're playing a prelim. Yeah. <laughs> against Carlton. What a no, no, no. disgrace. Probably against North. Oh. oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. look, looking at... Like, whoa, expansion club prelim. Oh, yeah. Right. I can't I'll... wait for my team to just be a, be a pile that of blood. That could be the first 100-point defeat. <laughs> you never know. It'd be, wouldn't it be funny? In and a wouldn't it be funny that the... Like, Richmond against Collingwood just roll into that... North roll into that prelim ready to go. <laughs> and Geelong... An ambush, you think? Ambush them and then get killed by Freya the next week. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a good transition because there was an ambush at, uh, in the next game. Uh, was where, there? Well, it was more just a mercy killing. It was it was Adelaide playing in Adelaide, who were a very good side against a young, inexperienced Geelong side. 
So Adelaide defeated Geelong 66-37. to Tom, how are you yes. feeling? I'm feeling... Sunday was a dark day. Sunday was a hard day. Yep. There were moments of frustration watching the game. This is yep. how I know I'm invested in the game. Yep. Because I'm at that level now where I'm getting frustrated at my team for not doing better and getting angry at umpires. Um, the umpiring, this was... Oh, boy. There was some fucked... There was a decision against Mel Hickey where Mel Hickey was first to the ball and a player ran into her and they went, oh, that's below the knees. Reward the player who's first to the fucking ball, guys. Yeah, don't like Reward that. the player who's going into the contest. Yeah. I still don't understand some of the 50-meter penalty. There was a 50-meter penalty, right, where the player like lined up and the players running past her realized it was a mark and started to move away in the, you know, the east-west getaway, which is sure. what they do. Yep. The player then ran on a Buddy Franklin curve and actually ran back in so she was near the player running away. Um, I went, oh, that player's too close, 50. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Mm. A massacre, uh, but what else am I watching? It's Sunday at 3 or 4 p.m. Got a message from Tom saying, fucking umpires can fucking choke on a big bag of fucks. Mm. You weren't happy. I wasn't. Uh, And then a bit later on, uh, Sean was like, it's not going to be your day, mate. And then you, there was just a bit of silence, and then you were just like, Sean, this umpiring is dirt. It was bad. It was because that was the thing that was frustrating me. There was times where we would get a bit of a run on, <laughs> and I, we weren't going to win. Mm. But just some respectability, and then the, there would be just a decision that came out of nowhere, and you'd be like, what the fuck is that? Just, oh. You know who never blames umpires? Teams who, who actually win. Yeah. Oh, that's not true. Although- I've, I've seen. Damien Hardwick blame umpires when they've won by 60 points. Mm. But anyway, you want some positives from this game? Some things? Yes, I would like to hear Here are some things nice that things. I learnt. One, Aaron Phillips is very good at football. Yes. Watching her up close, you just see, like, as in, like watching her play for a whole game, you see just her positioning around the play. Insane. Two, Ebony Marinoff is also very good at football. I think she had 30 touches. 33 touches. Yeah, she was everywhere. Record. Just so she's she's currently got the record for the most tackles in the in football and the record for the most possessions in the AFLW. Third thing, Olivia Purcell is going to be a jet. Did you see the goal she kicked in the second quarter? Broke some ankles. <laughs> Sold some just opened up a candy shop, <laughs> played some 50 cent and then got around, kicked a goal very nice. That's what I mean. There were some positives. So some nice goals kicked. Um it was great to see Mel Hickey get back through her first game. Rochelle Cranston looks fucking awesome. And there was a passage of play where she just took the ball out of the middle and ran off danger style. And I was like, that's what I want to see. And Meg McDonald is solidifying her place on my back as the 11. Oh, that's good. Every week. She's just, the amount of time she was one-on-one with Phillips and either neutralized her or beat her when Phillips was having a day out was pretty awesome. And they were under the pump, that back line. So happy with that. Do you want to know something else I learned? What'd you learn, Tom? Kate Sheen is a terrible commentator of football. Ooh. At one point, she said, oh, yep, it'll be easy to kick a goal if they're marking it directly in front from not very far out. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a Luke Darcy statement. That's some <laughs> Basil Zemplis action. Was she commentating on the special comments? Special comments. Who else was special comments? Uh, I think someone else I don't know, but it was um, – Kelly Kelly Underwood. Yep. And the guy who often does a lot of the VFL commentary, who's yeah, quite good. Yeah. Um, so Kelly and him were quite good and they, mm. you know, talk about the game. And she just got a special comment for us. It was like, oh, just lift. Come on. See, I'm getting into it. I'm picking up the commentators now. Yeah. Anyway. 
Go Cats. The dark Sunday continued. The Sunday of heartbreak. Rolled into the last game, Sean. Hickey Park. Melbourne Demons defeated Brisbane Lions by 39 points. Could have been more. What's the next game? Uh, that, was that, was the, that was the last, last one. Oh, shit. Any, uh, any words? On to the tips for next week, shall we? Or, uh, I got nothing to say. Nothing positive. I'm just annoyed. I'm fucking annoyed. Melbourne kicked five goals, four. I got angry. Nothing. I was like in the Tom. Second quarter. I got angry. Yep. Because some of the decisions. This isn't umpiring. Don't care about the umpiring. It's the decisions, Tom, by the senior players who are experienced. You know who I love at the club? You know who's a good player? Lutkins. Great. All Australian defender. Yep. Some of her yep. fucking clearances from defense make me want to rip my hair out. Was that your least favorite clearance from defense or was there another one? That- no, there was one that made me fucking... I yelled. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a quality roar at the... Um, at the I was watching it on my laptop. Um, Sam Virgo with seconds to go in the third quarter. Well, yep. you'd actually done quite well. You'd restricted well, their scoring. Because we got obliterated in that second quarter. Sam Virgo, there's about five seconds left. She's trying to clear it. Just fucking shanks the kick and they kick a goal. And um, fuck me. She's an All-Australian as well. Her and Lutkins, they're trying to hold up that defense. I, I think I'm harder on those two because I just expect more from them. Yep. And because they're, they're the well-known ones in that back line. And Brisbane, over the first two years of the comp, have had the best back line. And now it's just fucking... It's in tatters, boys. They're getting scored against so heavily. Yeah. That's 60-plus points two weeks in a row. It's not cutting it. It's, and uh, you, you're letting teams score at will. very freely. It's the midfield. The midfield Tom. has been ravaged by the likes of North Melbourne. Tom. She doesn't have the class anymore. You know what I had to pull out when I was watching this game? A texter. Yeah. Because I, I think it's almost time. I think it's almost time to draw a line for the <laughs> Brisbane season. You know, I thought the same thing, Dusha. But then he looks at Conference B and realised he only has to win two games to play finals. <laughs> probably only got to win one more. No, realistically, Brisbane probably, there's four games left. I think they probably would have to win three of them. Yep. So you got and luckily... Western Bulldogs next week? That, I, I'm going to be honest. Where is it? That's tough. It's, it's at the Witten Oval. They play that ground very well. That's very tough. At, in the form they're in, Brisbane. The but, Wharton Bay Central Sports Complex. Worst name. Saturday, the 2nd of March. Yeah. It's the How Goods Footy AFLW Cup. Yeah. Oh, That's a win. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to lie. It's a Fuck off, Tom. Booster. For me. <laughs> oh. Hey. Um, following that, I believe they have Carlton. At Icon Park. Uh, tricky. But before this weekend, Doable. you would have thought, pencil that in. And then we've got Collingwood. Yes. Well, probably don't even need to pencil that one in, Sean. You can fucking write that in pen. Tattoo. Yeah. Just <laughs> permanent. Um, but I do have a question for you, Sean. Yes, Tom. Based on that draw, the line's still a mathematical possibility, mate. Mate, 100%. <laughs> I've done the math. Three wins. Prob- look, two out of four, and they're a sniff. As long as those two wins are, are chunky and they get some percentage, because the percentage is pretty low. Potentially, if those two wins come against either Carlton or Geelong, who are your direct competition. You have yeah. the second lowest percentage in the league. That's true. That's true. So that's why, you know, a few wins. A few wins are all boosted up. We do play Geelong, so things, yeah, are, yeah. things are on the up. Yeah. Collingwood's percentage is under 50. Do you know what would be very funny? Yeah. Is if as you're playing Geelong, we start just getting our shit together and beat you. It could very well happen. It will happen. Here's the thing with Brisbane. Yep. The depth in the midfield is not there anymore. And really... Who you, did you lose uh, besides Ashmore? 
Ashmore and um, Sophie Conway is out for the year with the. Oh, with the yeah. Yep. They're just two guns. Who are the two best midfielders in Brisbane? You go Zilke and Bates, probably. And then Anderson's actually, Anderson's come on this year and yep. she's playing really well. But with Bates and Zilke, they're not A graders. Yeah. They're kind of those B grade sort of players. They're good, but they're not winning games for you. Yeah. So Brisbane will get smashed, I think, by teams with quick and strong midfields. Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. Who? North Melbourne. Who I need so put it this way, you look at Melbourne and they've lost so Melbourne and Adelaide have both only lost one game. Yeah. Adelaide lost it by a point or yep. two points. And North lost it by under a goal as well, I think, yep. to Freo. They get, Melbourne will have to win every game for the rest of the year, I think, to make yep. the finals. But here's here's the point I want to make is if you want to win a premiership, you have to have your great players all firing, and they probably all have to Go up a notch. If you, to yeah. win a flag, they probably have to have career years, don't yeah. they? So if you look at the moment and you go, Sabrina, she's just not playing well enough. Uh, the disposal into she, her is she, tough yeah. and she's oh. getting like triple teamed. Because there's, no one, else, the there's no one else there. It's it's fucking hard. But like the likes of Zilke and Bates, they're not taking it up to the next level yeah. as, as you have to if you want to do that. Because they probably on. weren't quite ready to do that yet. Yeah. And Virgo and, Luck, uh, and Luckens, they're playing solid, but they're not firing. They're, then, they're under siege a bit too. They though. are. That back line really is because there's a lot of players. You've got someone like Paige Parker who was Brisbane's first pick in the draft. Yep. So she would have been a you know, top 10 pick this year. If Brisbane had the same depth that they've had in the previous Julia's, two seasons. What's her name? Um, a Randall as Randall, well. Randall, yeah. Yeah, Tali Randall. Yeah, she was a gun as well. All Australian, I think. But someone like Paige Parker who's good, but she's like 18 or 19. She's playing her third game. Last year and the year before, she would have like – been dropped and probably had a rest now, but they're requiring her to play. Yeah. And there's also there's just that all over the field. Yeah, I get it. Is there any positives? It's that Kate McCarthy still having a crack. She had like five tackles, smiled away through the game, just fucking just chases, and she she lays a good tackle. She um, hits them hard, and um, I really like Wushner. However, Brisbane was so under siege that she was like I saw her getting touches in the back pocket, and I've never seen her play in the back line. Yeah. That's how far back she was having to go to get it. Well. And Ali Anderson, she's having a great season. On the flip side, yeah. Melbourne, Pierce, and not that Pierce, is yeah. having a great season. Probably best on. Jacobson is playing brilliantly, just being like, I'll, play, I'll go forward, I'll kick some goals, and then I'll play off halfback, and I'll set up some goals. And Newman, who I think kicked three, three or four goals, yeah. just looks like the ball hits the deck, and she's so quick and so good in traffic. They look good, Melbourne. But you know, uh, did they, you mention Paxman too? She's gone up a notch. Oh yeah. Well, that they, they this is the thing you were talking about. In the absence of Daisy Pierce, there's probably two or three risen. players have lifted up. So they've lost Pierce. They've lost a couple of other players to North Melbourne and Geelong. Yep. Like so, no Cranston and no Hickey. Yep. There's players have, have risen to to fill those voids. Melbourne are right in the mix for the premiership, they and are. it's because of that. It's because they've got those players who have filled the void, but not only done that, they're taking the next step as well. Because although what Melbourne currently where they're sitting. Third. Yeah, no, I know. But they play North, and if they beat them... Will they, though? They have to win every game, I think, to play the finals North, uh, for Melbourne. And every I, game? I think they have to win every game from here on out. I don't think they can afford to drop another one. Because Freo, realistically, will probably drop maybe one. Yeah, no, you're actually, you're right. And Fuck. Melbourne have already dropped one. And like, North aren't going to drop any, as we've discussed. They're going to win nine straight. This is the thing that's bullshit, though. Like, if it was a fair comp without conferences... How much more exciting would it be going into the finals with Frio, North, Adelaide, and Melbourne playing off for the grand final? Jesus. High-scoring, fast teams that have been in the system, except for North Melbourne, have been in the system. But they've they've always been in the system. Yeah. Yeah. 
Your players have. So I just think rather than having a Carlton or a Geelong or a, you know, and I love, I love, I love my girls, but we're probably not, we're not, we're not at that level yet because we're new and we're still, and you can just see that again, like I said on, on Sunday, there were moments we were like, ah, another couple of games, you're going to get that right. Future's bright, Tom. Future's very bright. Yeah. So bright. Yeah. Bit dark now though. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right. I'm sorry to hear that it's dark. But soon it'll be bright. Because there's always next week, boys. And just before we get to next week, I'll just uh quick... Tipping recap. Yep. The women's tipping comp. There's 80 people currently there. And these are our positions. We have Kano. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing first, like, obviously, best first. Yeah. 54th. All right. Yeah, okay. Mate, that's a 20 position, 20 rung slide, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. You dropped order <laughs> of the ladder. Surprised you pay for not getting your tips in on time. Yeah, true. One yeah. game. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, Where would I be get, if I had that one more? Question. Did you only get two right this week? Freo and... No, um, I haven't looked at it. Yeah, he only got two right this yep, week. Only got two right. Fuck. Who'd you pick? Freo and Adelaide. All right. If he had to go yeah, his tips in, he'd be about 40th. If he had oh, believed in me, see? he would have dropped to 70. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would have only got the one. Yeah, okay. If he, if he listened to you, yeah, about 65th. <laughs> That's a 30-rung drop. <laughs> All right, what am I? All right. I was 19 last week. I was and just inside the top 20. Yep. You're still inside the top 20. Oh. You've actually moved up a spot. How? You are on 18. Oh, my God. How did I go up a spot? Well, everyone, clearly someone above you dropped below you. Similar to our good friend Sean Carney, who, who dropped the 20 Do you know what spot. it is? People believed in me, and they believed in Sean. And got punished for And one man who believed in neither of your teams <laughs> is me, who has jumped into the top 12. Uh, sitting at 12th. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm on 11 and I'll just go through the top 10 now. So yep. we've got Josh F. So this is from first to 10th. First to 10th. So yep. Josh F is first. 
He has got 13 tips right out of a possible 15. Oh, that's pretty good. And his margin of difference is 37. Which Holy is, shit, that's good. Josh F., fuck, you're on fire, mate. Does the F stand for fucking on fire? <laughs> I think it must. Uh, then we've got the amazing Bagman, also on 13. He got five last week. So he also didn't believe in either of you, and it paid off. <laughs> Yabby O, uh, third. <laughs> Jomo. Jomo. Fourth. Chris Turner, fifth. Captain Hat, sixth. Sean V, another Sean. Good. Uh, except this one's good at tipping because he's seventh. Good Sean Varney. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Spruger. Spruger. Spruger needs to win. Eighth. Oh. The Chap at ninth. And the Decytherer, tenth. Okay. Is Dowie still last? Dowie was never last, but he's very, very, very close. He's 77th out of 80. <laughs> can I just uh, can I point something out? Yeah. Yep. A proud moment. Yep. Yeah. Guess who I'm beating in the tips? Colin Doyle. Colin Doyle. <laughs> Fucking hey. lift, Colin. Colin, if you're listening, lift. Sucked in. <laughs> you're on seven. You're a disgrace, Colin. You're on eight. Yeah, I'm beating him, though. Okay, if you haven't put any tips in for this thing, if you enrolled in the competition and did not tip once, you'd be on seven. So you're doing one better than someone who has not tipped. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's the <laughs> price you pay when you bear it for Brisbane. It's a slow climb. Oh, all right, guys. What are we doing? What are we doing for next week? All right, next week, first game: Geelong take on Carlton at GMHBA Stadium. Boys, after this weekend, I think I believe in the navy blue and white. Geelong. <laughs> it's in Geelong, Carlton. Oh no! Just can I? I forgot something, Carlton. Actually, no, 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 no. Geelong. Yeah. No Taylor Harris. Thank you. Sorry, I'm going Geelong. No forward line. We'll- I'm going mm. discount fuel at Shell service station. Guys, just want to just want to say something. I was driving to the airport the other day, and I don't know if you know this, but there is a sexy land located on the way to the airport. Uh, is it an actual big one? Fucking, you could fit it. You could fit <laughs> this sexy land inside my sexy land four times. On the Tullamarine Freeway? Yeah, it's tiny. That's the one. That's That was my local. It is a little sexy land, Dusha. It, the it, one in Geelong is far bigger than that one. The one near my work is still is about the size of the one you just saw times about seven. Yeah, that's still smaller than the one in Geelong. It's not true. Ours has got a basement. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Taylor Harris, this is a tough one. A tough one where I'm going to have to tip Carlton. GMHBA oh. Stadium, mate. Yeah, but Carl- okay. Carlton had a rough start to the year, but they also lost to North and Adelaide. Dush, it's going to be about... Between fifteen and 20,000 extremely vocal fans backing the Cats. Uh, but who have the Cats beaten? Collingwood, by mm. a point. We've been all in all of the games we've lost. No, you haven't. That you is have? absolute horseshit. At, <laughs> at one point or another, it's been reasonably Sean. close. Yeah, at the start. No, when it's, when zero, it's zero, zero. zero. No, when Purcell kicked that fucking leg break goal, it was two points the difference. What mm. quarter was that? Midway through the second. And then Adelaide... Oh. Then Adelaide went oh, bananas. Tom, it's practically the start of the game. That's 25 minutes into the game. Okay. You're in it if you're in it in the final quarter. We're like, in it. We're in the final quarter against the Dogs. Nine points. And we lost. No. Nah. But you hadn't kicked a goal since, like, the start of the third. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Look, believe We're going to win on whatever day it is. Look, Saturday. I'm going to tip Carlton, but I hope Geelong win just because you seem like you're right. You know what? I won't have to look you in the eye. I'm tipping Carlton. <laughs> and I fucking hope they win. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, Western Bulldogs take on Brisbane. 
Uh, I get to stab my friends in the back twice and two like in two games in a row. Brisbane. Hey, good work, mate. I'm gonna lose. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't see you guys being the Bulldogs at home. If it was if it was in Brisbane, I'd back Brisbane. Well, I just don't see you um having a good time on your holiday. So get <laughs> fucked. Mate, China's gonna be shit. Go on yeah. a fucking Disneyland, I'm gonna have a great time. Yeah, I hope Fuck. you get arrested for fucking taking I don't know. What? I don't, don't know. Take Photos in. of some fucking animal. I don't know, Disneyland. I've never been there. I've never had the joy. Mate, I'm having lots of joy. Yeah. So at least if my team lose, I've got Disneyland to look forward to. Uh, yeah, Western Bulldogs for Bulldogs. me as well. Uh, Brisbane. Um, just sort of point that out. Yep. So then we've got Adelaide take on Frio. Fuck. Game this of the round. Game of the round. Where is it? TIO Stadium. Ooh. Ooh it's also a late game. It starts at 9.30. Ooh. 9.35, actually. What the hell? Heat. You reckon? So they're already, I think there's a time difference because yeah. of the daylight savings. But then I think they're, they're trying to make it as late as possible because if it was during the day, it'd be 40 degrees. Here's my tip. Just don't play there this time of year. Contractually, Insane. they'd probably have to. I think Adelaide have a deal with Darwin, don't they? It's the latest game start time I've ever seen. Literally, that's it is. Fuck. Guys, that's a hard tip. Um, I'm going to, oh, shit. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple. Purple rain. Fucking prince over here. Um, I yep. think I'll flip a coin. Ooh. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Frio as well, just because I can... Perth gets pretty hot. Darwin's hot. So does Adelaide, though. Yeah. I did, to me, it's weird, because I did just see Adelaide demolish my team. But I've seen Frio do it to good sides, so... <laughs> I'm going to go Adelaide. Just because I've got to make a comeback somewhere. Oof. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's the Saturday games done. Sunday, we have oh, a game of irrelevancy. <laughs> Collingwood take on GWS. GWS. Yeah, GWS. Yeah, GW- they have they've, to. they've been at least competitive in their losses. Yeah. Collingwood maybe to kick more than 23 points, though. Mm, I doubt it. All right, GWS it is. And then last game of the round, Melbourne Demons take on North Melbourne, which also could be game of the round. Casey Fields, uh, obviously I'm going north as they are my team. Join in the chorus and sing it one and all. Yeah, I think Melbourne will win for Daisy Pierce's twins. Bang. I'm tipping Melbourne. All right. I'm going Melbourne too. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to leapfrog you this week, mate. (laughs) How? I don't know. Maths. What get get eleven right out of a possible five? <laughs> oh anyway, boy. Uh, I'll be looking down the ladder and won't even be able to fucking see you. <laughs> I'm on the second page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck! It's bad when you're on the second yeah, page. It's where things go to die. <laughs> hey, Dusha, we got any emails? Tom, thank you so much for asking in such a well-spoken way. Yeah, no worries. The inbox is absolutely firing this week, so. We actually got bombarded, so I apologies if we don't read all of them today. Please keep emailing us. We love getting emails. So straight off the bat, we got Brody emailing us saying, Hey, gents, love the potty. You are t- truly doing the footy gods work. <laughs> Brody started listening to it the show when he heard me mention it on Plumbing the Death Star just after the Eagles had won the grand final, and he is a huge Eagles supporter. Good boy. So Congrats. he went back to the first- So we. <laughs> we are. So he went back to week one of the finals and started listening from there. He flew through all the finals episodes, quickly caught up. And then he had a great time re-listening from the start of our series. So he enjoyed the highs and the lows of the season, uh, (laughs) learning about Ross Lang's garlic breath, 
hearing us abuse cane corns. Yep. And Tom gradually learning to stand up like a real boy. <laughs> he loved every minute. But he just wanted to quickly point out something. So uh, Brody had been using TC, assuming it stood for turncoat. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what it stood for. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he was just like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like, that's weird that they're just saying TC, but like, I get it. Um, <laughs> then he learned what it actually meant. <laughs> and he's loved dropping it in as a regular part <laughs> of his vocabulary now. And he gets extra joy when he gets to explain it to the uninitiated, meaning trader a C-bomb. And he loves using it around his Collingwood supporting father when discussing the Beams trade. (laughs) Keep up the good work. Good. Hero. All right. uh, Next email is from Brandon. Oi, blokes. Two quick questions. Uh, My wife and I gave up meat for the foreseeable future. I'm all in on the roast or toast, but I'm looking for what you footy professors would accept as an acceptable vegetable-based roast alternative. Sean. Well, it's already roast veggies. Yeah. yeah. Just potato, pumpkin. Chuck Carrot. out. Yeah, just get rid of the meat. Chuck it out. Yeah, fuck the meat. Eat, fuck it. Eat. Oh, roast potato is raw. Roast pumpkin. Yeah. Roast carrots. Just, it's all just good. Roast, roast beetroot. I miss roast potatoes. I really want some. <laughs> it's a shame I can't. I'm locked. I'm locked in. Like, a, hopefully this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, have, I mean, what does he want? Tofu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to chuck it in, whatever. Yeah. No. Nah, but this is like, nah. Roast veggies, man. Roast yeah. veggies. veggies they're the so good. I'm assuming he wants tofu in with the veggies, though. Does as he want the tofu? meat. I guess as a meat alternative. Yeah. Like, whatever. Nah, just roast veggies. As long as it's got roast veggies, you're laughing. And he also just wanted to know what we think about girlfriend teams. So, a team that we're also dedicated to. He also describes them as a side piece that you cheer for (laughs) and succeed. So, he barracks for the Eagles, but he was worried that it's being tainted by hidden and possibly repressed love for the Saints or the Lions. Oh. Oh. Side piece teams. We'll be your side piece, mate. Love it. Do you have a side piece? Uh, traditionally, it's it's been Geelong, but that's been tested. All right, yeah. Oof. You <laughs> Freo AFLW team. <laughs> North I have Melbourne. side piece players. Yeah. yeah. Oh, plenty of them. Yeah. Heaps of them. Yeah. Mine used to be Port Adelaide, but Koshy fucked that for me. My greatest side piece player growing up was Robert Harvey. Loved mm. him. Bloody loved him. Mine was Chad Wingard. Now plays for Hawthorne. I can't do it. Mm. Uh, Brandon also pointed out something we asked for last week, that uh, other sports don't really have team songs. Uh, That is touched on in our next email, which is from Joanna. Oi, blokes. First off, I'd like to say I've been trying to watch games, especially the Demons ones, because my dumb heart decided I'm a Demons girl. It's been great, but due to the time zones, games are always in the middle of the night and I have to try and not wake up anymore. So I want to point us on how to not stand up or cheer properly from Tom. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. She wants to learn how to be a worse supporter. Yeah. So she's asking me for advice. Correct. Jump in a river, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> now, last week we were talking about Sandy and his great career. Uh, we mentioned the time the scoreboard at the MCG caught fire. And um, what? When? Why? Uh, so, electrical fault. Yep, it was 1999, Richmond v. Carlton. It was just before the game started. Just before the players come out for the warm-up. The video footage is, if you just YouTube MCG scoreboard fire, players are warming up, like having shots on goal, and there's just, just this a big raging inferno. In the um, yeah, it was an electrical fault. It, it Some sparks caught it, and it just burst into flames. Won't happen again, though. That shit is great now. Joanna also mentioned that soccer teams have crowd songs that they sing and chant, basically like songs, but not like the actual players sing like the AFL team songs. Well, the, and, like the Liverpool one. Yeah. And Brandon also mentioned that in his email. He said that teams have fight songs that like the supporters will sing in like the third quarter, but they don't have like a theme. Fuck, we should have fight songs in the AFL for the third quarter. We should. <laughs> oh. uh, so Joanna just signs off with keep up the good stuff. P.S. 
And Joanna, if you are a older listener of Haggard's Footy, you'll recognize her as someone who sent us art. So that is important because... P.S. Fuck you, Tom, for getting smug when reading my note. I'll never be nice to you again. <laughs> P.P.S. Dusha and Connie, I'm glad, glad you like the paintings. You're so great. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Joanna. Yeah, fine in the bottom of that river, Joanna. And final email is from Luke, and the subject is AFL is hard. Hi, boys. Just wanted to let you know how the pod has affected me. Having ne- never seen a minute of AFL when you started this podcast, I have now just had my first training session for the Wimbledon Hawks in London Town. Oh my god. Right, Luke. You're playing more footy than we are. <laughs> Verdict. Great fun. Yes. <laughs> Tiring and the ball is harder than I expected. My hand hurts. <laughs> I even managed to kick a Josh Green special uh, in the next goal wins in a scratch match we did at the end. God knows how. Snuck a cheapie, the winning goal. That's not a cheapie. That's just a match winner. (laughs) That's a huge one. You won't find Josh Green doing any of those. No. Not from football heaven especially. (laughs) (laughs) A match winner. Yep. Massive. A scratch match winner, but still a match winner. Wimbledon Hawks are lucky to have our listeners on board, I reckon. Absolutely. It sounds like a classy team, too. I'd love to know whether memberships for in- international teams went up because people were listening to us. Definitely. So give us, give us some money, Gil. Fuck. Brisbane definitely went up, surely. <laughs> <laughs> memberships went up. Heartbreak also went up. <laughs> Anyways, keep up the good work. Love the pod. Luke. Asp- aspiring cheapy. <laughs> and then he just signed off with, how good's footy? <laughs> I mean, based on that, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. That rules. If you want to send us an email about how you're doing in your footballing careers, send it to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can tweet us at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. And if you're listening to this as a Sans Pants podcast, if you head to playonradio.live, we air this first there at 4 p.m. Wednesdays, uh, Melbourne time. Or you can always find us Thursday on the Sans Pants radio feed, so the RSS feed that your podcast on. That will never be changing. We will be staying here. How good's footy? Go north. Oh, the steam, tra- the freight train. It continues. <laughs> Guys, uh, go cats. Uh, do it for me while I'm in Shanghai. Uh, just, just to win from Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Tom, it doesn't matter if you're not going to be in the country because like, it's not like they would have seen you stand up anyway. Oh, I fucking stand up at those games. Yeah, whatever. You're going to stand up on the plane, Tom? Get yep. Those legs. To, to stop getting varicose veins. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.